1: Earlier we spoke to Jumba oh. Jeff Farmer. Let's go now to that interview. Folks, here's Jumba Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley.
0: Yep. Probably the hardest match I've ever had in my whole life. I don't like it when things aren't going my way. Motley Cruz, you turned the tables on me. You turned the tables in the wrong way. You got me mad now. I've, shot a, I've stood around. I've listened to everything you've had to say. I did everything necessary. But when you turn around, and you backstab me one way or the other, and you treat, cheat me out of what's rightfully mine. That's when I get angry. Now I'm doing a challenge, and I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me this time, and I'm going
1: full force. I'm Jeff Farmer. Now let's go to the ring. Or back to the podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Emerson's here. Brian, are you there? Unfortunately, I'm still here. He can't answer a text message, ladies and gentlemen, but he is back on the show.
0: I told you, I was on the line the entire time. I just had everything muted.
1: No, you didn't. I was when on did the you... line the
0: entire time.
1: When did you tell me that? I didn't that? hang up. I know I you didn't you hang up. What? Bloody pain in my ass. You just still texted me saying that, no, you weren't in the shower anymore.
0: Uh, my last text message, I sent you, hi, I'm just on, hi, I'm on the line, just muted.
1: Uh-huh. Just send that one just sent that two seconds ago? No, sent five minutes ago. Uh, well, I never received it, so it's your fault. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Brian, yep. primetime wrestling.
0: Ha-ha, <laughs> primetime wrestling, ha-ha. <laughs> This was a show hosted by the great Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, it was it pretty much was from, like, the mid-'80s to about the early-'90s, right before... Uh, I believe there was a show on before Raw, became, Raw, before, before Raw came on the air. Um, I'm not sure what it was supposed to imitate. It definitely wasn't a Tonight Show thing, but it might have been. I don't know. It's pretty much, uh, like I said, it's Gorilla and the Brain just in the studio throwing out shows throwing out matches and stuff like that so yeah it was an well, okay card it was an okay card hold on a second
1: do you have your notes
0: my wife is standing approximately six inches to my left
1: say hi door. and hey, not the robotic way either hi wife Uh
0: Uh-huh. I am poking her
1: boobs as we speak. Ow, ow. I'm sure she appreciates you poking her boobs. She's smacking
0: me currently. Ow, ow.
1: Her breasts. I'm
0: poking her breasts. Ow, ow.
1: I'd smack you, too.
0: I don't know how well I came across this. she was smacking my hand. Like a teacher was a kid back in the day.
1: We heard you saying Ow. Ow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Anywho, the first match saw Jim the Anvil Nightheart take on George the Animal Steel.
1: Um, no, that, it that was, that was typical, a hell of a match, I'm sure.
0: Oh, it, 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 it put the butts in the seats, so let me tell you. It was your typical comedy match, you know. Animal spends a rather long time, uh, rather long time held up in the rope. Um, it's where the, the animal grabs a chair, but ultimately backfires on it and has when he went to get the chair, the animal took the nux or something out of his pants and cracked the anvil with it behind the referee's back. And George Steele wins the match, folks. This might have been the first, this might have been the first match I did with George the Animal Steele, and he actually won.
1: Well, uh, to be fair, at least this wasn't George Steele versus Randy Savage, right? Thank God for that. <laughs> oh, something Jeff former. Well, he did it. Pin me right there in the middle of the ring. There's always a lesson to be learned every time you step in the ring. At La Cruz, you taught me one very good lesson. You took me out of my game plan, I couldn't wrestle my kind of match. Believe me, I learn, and I learn well. Next time I get you in the ring, you're mine. New tactics, new game plan, you're mine. Go on, Brian. Brian. Brian, uh, okay, you are you there? Match...
0: Yes, I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, I was being distracted by my wife. The next match saw Bret Hart versus, I believe it pronounced Stevie Offey? Stevie Offey. There you go, Stevie Offey. T- t- uh, to be fair, it was much better than the last match. It was more of an up-paced, fast-paced, quick-action match. As you can so, so wait a second.
1: Are you honestly going to sit there and tell me that Bret Hart versus CV Oafy was better than George the Animal Steel versus Jim the Anvil Night A
0: little bit better.
1: Oh my god. My head much. just exploded.
0: I I I mean I mean neither one of them spent half the time in the ropes. So, I mean it's a good thing. <laughs> um my notes include um off he fakes doing a sharpshooter to the delay of the crowd, I think I can count faster than the referee. And and out of nowhere, literally, it was literally out of nowhere, Bret Hart wins the backbreaker.
1: Literally out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. <laughs> Were they literally hanging from the rafters too?
0: The, the people hang from the rafters in excitement. Or because yes. the referee took so long to count. One of the two. Not sure. Uh, uh, and then uh, and then we go back here's to Jump uh, brain oh, destruction unlimited that's what he calls himself destruction unlimited gonna put me down and I'm not ever gonna get back up no one's ever done that I've done a lot of things my day and I got and I gotta get hurt plenty of times but I've always risen to the occasion you're not gonna hold me down nobody's gonna hold me down and I'm not gonna lay down for anybody you wanna fight? You wanna wrestle me? I'll do either one. But one way or another, I'm gonna come out on top.
1: Arriba. Thank you, Jumpin' Jeff Santana. Why did you say arriba?
0: I, I I I thought it was a proper thing to do at that time. <laughs> okay. Um, go on. <laughs> we are, we go back to the studio after the fast-paced Brett vs. match to a gorilla in the brain, and they, and they then they go into a segment with mean Gene Okely interviewing Jake the Snake Robert with Damien. And the only thing I have in this interview is the camera really likes the snake because three quarters of the interview was a close-up on Damien. That's it. It's just three quarters of the, <laughs> the close-up on Damien.
1: See, this is why and you need to have... watch New Japan. Uh, because during Mike Bennett's matches, he spent three-quarters of the match with a close-up of Maria Canellis's ass.
0: That would be an awesome close-up. I would probably enjoy that more than this close-up of the snake.
1: In fact, probably. I would definitely
0: like that better. I would definitely like that better than the close-up of the snake. Just well, throwing that out there.
1: You know, Jake Roberts always had a little bit of a paunch. But you know another way to say somebody who had a punch. What's that, Emerson?
0: Threats. A part of wrestling? Figure out look who's making the threat. That fat son of a bitch is telling like all the former world champions who's been in this business 15, 20 years. And this fat son of a bitch is going to drown us all out.
1: Scotty, Scotty, calm down.
0: He's fat!
1: That is another way to say it. He is fat. That's <laughs> yes. And then, uh, what was next after
0: after the great Jake the Snake Roberts interview? We have a video segment with Don Morocco, Mr. Fuji, a rather attractive Asian woman, and a blonde that looks like a younger Hillary Clinton on a boat.
1: So Chelsea Clinton on a boat with Don Morocco, Mr. Fuji, and them. Uh, what happened in this segment? Was it, well, it was Fuji um, Vice? Sounds that, like you're describing yes, Fuji it Vice.
0: It was Fuji Vice. Yes, you are exactly right. Um, it was pretty much, uh, the, they were talking to the rather attractive Asian woman. Morocco flashes a briefcase with money inside of it. Some blonde jumps from the top of a boat with a gun and holds up Morocco and Fuji, and they the ladies walk away with the money. It was uh, a very interesting Fuji, Fuji Vice. Uh, uh,
1: Fuji and Morocco, they did all those TV show parodies, and they were all awesome. Yes, I, I would agree with
0: that statement. The next match, which you might need to correct, you might need to uh, verify this or not. It featured Corporal Kirchner and what I believe was a former guest on our show, Iron Mike Sharp.
1: I'm sorry, it was Corporal Kirshner versus who?
0: Iron Mike Sharp.
1: Okay, and what what do I need to confirm?
0: If, if Mike Sharp was the guy that was on the show a couple weeks ago.
1: On the show, doing what?
0: It, it, it the interview, the NWA president guy.
1: That was Bruce Tharp.
0: Oh, Bruce Tharp. Ah, oh, okay. think it's sharp. Tharp, same thing. Um, no,
1: it really isn't.
0: It's close enough. Shut your mouth. This is my time, David. I don't get this much time usually in this show.
1: And now we know why. Oh, no.
0: It's all about me. It's my birthday still so for another 33 minutes. Damn it. Woo!
1: You know I can still mute you, right?
0: I was waiting for the beat, actually.
1: <laughs> so tell us about Corporal Kirshner and Iron Mike Sharp. How uh, are you to be
0: surprised? Corporal Kirshner controls most of this match. I know that's a shock. No way! Thing. I know. The, the the most comical part of this match was both men doing uh, was running the rope. They were doing that crisscross run the rope thing. And <laughs> then uh gets winded, and he's he's the one that falls on the mat. And Sharp gets so pissed that he that Corporal Kirshner beat him to that punch that he walked out of the ring and did not get counted out. He walked. Wait, crazy he walked out and he
1: got counted out. No, he walked.
0: Clear to the back without getting counted out. Ah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's how pissed
0: off he was. And but eventually he comes back in and gets a little bit of offense. But Kirstner eventually wins with a Samoan drop that did not come out of nowhere.
1: Well, you know uh, he must have had a really good <laughs> chance of. You know who else had a good chance of winning a match, Brian? Who, Emerson? Scott Steiner. You know, they oh. say all oh, men are created equal. But if you look at me, you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you've got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best of beating me. And then you add Kerrangle Angle to the mix, and your chances of winning drastically go down. See, a three-way sacrifice... You got a 33 and a third chance of winning, but I, I have a 66 and two thirds chance of winning because Kerrangle knows he can't beat me and he's not even gonna try. Smojo, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. And then you take my 75% chance of winning if we were to go one on one. Then at 66 and two thirds percent I got a hundred forty-one and two-third chance of winning at sacrifice. You see, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Ah. So, uh, what else have we got next, Brian? Oh, apparently, Brian's taking the garbage out. So, um, <laughs> Brian just sent me a text message saying he's taking the garbage out. I'm going to talk about how much Brian sucks. Brian is one of the worst people I've ever met. <laughs> and. Fuck you. Uh, what was that?
0: I said, fuck you?
1: No, thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah, keep talking.
1: Yeah, I, I don't feel like it. I'm just going to play some audio. Uh, let's see here.
0: Woo! Nate How's Javon! Ric Flair coming retirement. Thank I mean, God! Woo! We're yeah, pissed
1: I mean, off. We're back done back taking back. orders. No. Tho- I walk in the front door, and tonight dog no, got five for six guys. Why? Big Woo! Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. The Knicks wear red slayer. I, pues I, hmm I walk in the front door, and tonight's dog no, got five for six guys. Why? Sí Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. Woo! Big guy, yoga. Allegedly run by self-proclaimed messiah Reverend Richard Wayne Gary Wayne, best known to Yelp users in this area as
0: Dernville's worst wedding DJ. I am now joined by a neighbor who watched all the drama unfold. Walter
1: Bankston, Mr. Bankston.
0: Oh yeah. What had happened was I was out
1: for of class my grandson when out of nowhere, four hundred police vehicles came walking. They were busting up in that weird old white. i are female strong as hell. Some are, yes. Not a lot, but some are. How many more segments have we got in prime time?
0: Uh, let's see here. We have uh, a couple interviews we get back from the amazing Kirstner sharp match with Bobby the Brain trying behind trying to hide behind a plant. Yes, he was unsuccessful.
1: Um and then we have Why an interview you? with Hey, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Why was he hiding behind a plant?
0: I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and, and then we get an interview with
0: Bruce Beefcake, uh, Greg the Hammer, Valentine, and Johnny V. Talking about the tag team wow, Did
1: Johnny V. talk about how uh, Beefcake is 98, and he's maybe 2, and maybe twenty
0: five fifty and No, Valentine spent... Mo- I was talking most of the interview, so you know how
1: Valentine
0: talks.
1: You know you're a shitty promo when they have Greg Valentine do all the talking.
0: Yes, it is sad. After that great interview, we have a great match featuring Jake the Stink Roberts, Scott McGee. Who Scott McGee is? I have no idea. So Jake wins in the DDT. Are you surprised? I am not.
1: Okay. Know.
0: <laughs> After that, we get a classic power-versus-power match with Hercules versus Tony Atlas. Hercules with the <laughs> mullet, curly mullet, that's flown all over the place. <laughs> and I know I was here to be surprised by this. The match, did, the match did not end with a power move. It ended with a sunset slip. Yes.
1: I actually would have... <laughs> I actually figured it was going to be a double count-out of some sort.
0: Nope. Tony Atlas won a match with a sunset flip over the big Hercules, Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> and then up next, we get a WrestleMania three rematch. Now, of all the matches on WrestleMania Three, Emerson, what do you think was the rematch?
1: Harley Race versus Junkyard Dog. No. Uh, Sheik and Volkov versus the Killer Bees. What was that last one? I'm sorry. Sheik and Volkoff versus the Killer Bees.
0: You're good. You're good.
1: Well, there's only 12 matches, and I knew it sure as was a fucking Hogan Andre. And if I was at Hogan Andre, you
0: probably would have shit yourself.
1: No, I wouldn't have. I would have called you a liar.
0: <laughs> no, it was the Killer Bees. Versus Nikolai Volkoff and Iron Sheik. And no, Sheik did not break b-, b-, By- b Brian b uh, B Brian Blair's back. And See, this no is why you're Hacks not allowed to,
1: to talk during the shows, Brian.
0: Thank you, Emerson. And no, Hacksaw Jim Duggan did not interfere. However, there's I the say. same result at WrestleMania 3. Sheiky Baby and Volkoff won. After a distraction... <laughs> By Freddie Blasty, to Volkoff hitting a double ax handle off the top
1: rope on Brinzel and Cheeky Baby making a pinfall. My next guess, by the way, if that was the case, my next guess would have been Orton and Morocco versus the Canned Ham Connection. But I don't think they were. Oh, I do either of them were even into the ring at that point.
0: Morocco once
1: No, the Canned Ham Connection. I don't think either of them were in oh. there. Oh,
0: okay, gotcha. Okay.
1: You you, you are catching on that I'm saying canned ham, right? Yes, I am catching on to that. Yes, good. The spam connection. Before you move on, I don't even know how much longer you've got, but before you move on, let's play another audio drop. I did not hit her.
0: It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark.
1: Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up?
0: I have a phone with Lisa. She says that I hit her. What did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. What's new with you?
1: I'm just sitting up here thinking. You know, I got a question for you. Yeah. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just thinking.
0: I don't have to worry about that because Lisa is loyal to me.
1: Yeah, man, you'll never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl, she had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad, she ended up at a hospital at Guerrero Street.
0: Ha 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 what a story, Mark.
1: Yeah, you can say that again.
0: I'm so happy I have you as my best friend, and I love Lisa so much.
1: Yeah, man, you are very lucky.
0: Maybe you should have a girl, Mark.
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I already have one. I don't know yet. Well,
0: what happened? Remember Betty? That's her name.
1: Betty? Yeah. Yeah, we don't see each other anymore. You know, she wasn't any good in bed. She was beautiful, but we had too many arguments.
0: That's too bad. My lease is great whenever I get it.
1: Oh, man. I just can't figure women out. Sometimes they're just too smart, sometimes they're just flat out stupid, other times they're just evil.
0: It seems to me that you're you're the expert, Mark.
1: No, definitely not an expert, Johnny. That was a great movie, The Room.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: You should watch that or Lady Terminator, one of those two. Tough call. Tough call. <laughs> All righty, yep, go on.
0: Oh, that was it. That was the main event: Killer Bee versus Nikolai and Sheik. That was the main event. Oh,
1: nothing else was on the show.
0: Well, besides the closing with uh, Bobby the Brain and Gorilla, but that's about it.
1: Okay, was there any funny banter?
0: There's always funny banter with them too. It never gets old.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, as we're starting to run out of time here, I do want to encourage everyone to go to org slash PodSlam15 and help donate uh, to PodSlam. And, you know, the event's coming up on May 23rd. We'll plug it again next week. Just get out there and, you know, give a listen, folks. Yes. Sadly,
0: the Wrestling Outsiders podcast will not be ready. However, next year, it might be a possibility. You never know.
1: Next year, Brian's flying us to Chicago.
0: Well, you never know. He might have it closer. He might have it in Pittsburgh. That'd be nice.
1: Oh, uh, boy. You you know, would have to buy the bus tickets down here. <laughs> hey, kid, I, kid, I'm very
0: tired of being ripped off by mechanics you don't trust. Here at Rollins Customized Automotive, we have what the other guys only dream about.
1: We've been working on
0: vehicles for 20 years.
1: da 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 ch Hello, Connecticut. I'm here to tell you that Mr. Backlund has been in the wrestling business his whole life. Traveled all over the world. But Rollins' automotive is the only automotive he gains complete trust in. Believe me, ladies and gentlemen... Complete trust, ding. Hey, hey, what's going on here? Whoa, this would never have happened at Rollins Automotive. You got that, young lady? Let me take you to where the good people are at. Rollins Automotive will even pick you up. 50 miles of free towing, ding. Just tell them Mr. Backlund sent you. Uh and that's the last of the ones that we've got here. Now Brian You know what,
0: I I, I still want to drive fifty miles to that uh place to see if they would actually come pick us up.
1: You you wanna break down fifty miles from uh I think it's in Medford, Connecticut, uh and uh, get broken down?
0: Sure, why not? Is it close to Stanford?
1: I don't think so.
0: What the hell
1: are you good for? It's actually in Windsor Locks, Connecticut, now that I think about it. Windsor Lock, Connecticut.
0: Uh, is it anywhere close to you? No. It, it, it sounds familiar. I think I might have passed that on my way up to visit you guys a couple years ago.
1: Well, now, Brian, some of our listeners may be wondering why during our opening song, I wasn't uh, as big a part of it as I could have been. Well, obviously that's I'm because... A what I'm a was better that? I'm a Yeah, better obviously. 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 Maybe it's because when I was editing the whole thing and putting it together, I noticed a few things. So let me uh, play a little something for you here of me singing uh, the Kid Rock song Celebrate. Da, baby, no, I can't wait. Da, 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 rock the whole night away. Celebrate, celebrate, rock the whole night away, rock, rock,
0: rock the whole night away, rock, rock, rock uh, the whole night away. Yes,
1: yeah, so I was Brian Belching on the air, and no, I didn't notice, because I was in the zone.
0: I, I, I don't even the- remember doing it. I don't remember doing it, John, but you probably just edited that
1: in there. Uh Obviously. Well, you know one thing. I don't have to edit, Brian. Whatever. When I tried to, when I tried to teach you the rhythm of our opening theme song, the opening theme song that has been playing over and over for fifty-two weeks. You only no, played for.
0: Four? No, no, we changed it about midway through.
1: No, we kept the same opening line to the song every week for fifty-two weeks. So, here's me trying to teach Brian how to do that part of the song. This this is not embellished. What was that?
0: I said blooper alert. Blooper alert.
1: Yeah, this is a blooper alert. Uh, Let's go to that right now. Okay. Da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da, Now you. No. Three,
0: two, one. No.
1: No, no, no. No. No, you're doing the da-da-da, da da
0: okay. Okay. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da, da. Do you
1: ever listen to the beginning of our show? I do. It goes, da, 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 da,
0: da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Wow. Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. I can't even do it.
1: Da-da-da-da. da 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 Wow. Yeah. Da-da-da. da da You don't have much rhythm, do you? What? But you do this. pause. Oh, that? Huh? Where are you driving to? Why are you... Why are you driving?
0: I'm driving to work.
1: <sighs> There's always an excuse with you, huh? What was your excuse when you couldn't sing?
0: Um, uh, good, When did we record that? Friday, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, either Thursday or Friday.
0: Uh, I was too distracted by, I don't know, think of something and throw it in there.
1: All right, Brian, well, that's the end. 52 weeks later, we're still on the air.
0: No, no, 52 weeks, I'm still a co-host of this show. That's a miracle right there, folks.
1: I haven't fired him yet.
0: Nope, not yet, folks, but soon.
1: I'm sure we'll be having co-host auditions very shortly. But, Brian, that's it. So we... One year down, 37 more years to go.
0: And we forgot.
1: Yeah, you're definitely a better singer than I am.
0: Of course. That's why we had to edit out all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So we'll see everybody on Sunday with Payback, next week with NXT, and God knows what we're going to do from there. Say goodnight, Brian. Good night.